Hello, Queen, and welcome to the Modern Frida Podcast. If you're looking to feel more empowered, then you've come to the right place. Join me weekly as we talk all things love, life, and art business strategy to empower you to embody your higher self and feel more fearless and confident as you run your business. I'm your host, Jennifer V. Hartley, artist and empowerment coach. Hello, Fridas, and welcome back to another episode. This is the first time I've batched out podcast episodes, and I never thought I would want to do this, and I never thought it would really work, but as y'all know, I'm really multi-passionate, and I have a lot of things going on. I'm a flower crown designer. I like to upcycle our home decor from the thrifts and make them into something special for your home. I like to do digital creations. I like just so much more. I'm just like... I love creating, right? I like creating different types of art, whether it's visual, audio, whatever it may be, right? I have that. I have my social media gig I do on this side. And so, yeah, I do the podcast. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I was like, what's the best way to to handle all this, you know, to still honor my me being multi-passionate, but also be consistent with it? Because this podcast is really special to me. I never want to let it go. Of course, <laughs> I don't want to say never because you know how that is. You never know what happens in the future. But as it is right now, I love using this platform to hold space for others, for myself, and to really reach anyone I can to empower them to live their most uh, fearless life. And that being said, I am trying something this new this week. I originally had a lot of fears now that I'm um, basically self-employed again and working from home and pursuing my businesses there's a little bit of fear coming from that and I was like okay how can I work through this because the fear was that you know I tried this last year where I was pursuing this coaching career didn't pan out I just wasn't it you know I was like what if I fell again what if I am broke again what if I start stressing out and you know anxiety all that shit so I took out my journal I was like okay put your thoughts down let's see how we can work with this right so I jotted down all the things that are in my life right now it was I actually have it right here in my notes so it was podcast my crowns social media management and the Harley gallery which is where I do most of like my upcycling projects and I was like how can I do all this without you know neglecting all of them or whatnot so those were four things right and I decided to break it into five days. So I have a day where it's just podcast, where I record, edit, upload, create social media content, um, do research and stuff like that for it. Um, then I have a day for just crowns where I create crowns, fix crowns. And what I mean fix crowns is sometimes like I'll create a crown, but then I need to go back and like, you know, put the final touches on it. I make content for my crowns, promote my crowns, update Etsy listings, create Etsy listings. And then I, I set aside another day for social media management and all that. So I actually did two days for that because I have two clients and it's technically my job. So um gave myself more leeway there. For those days I create, I do my job for them. <laughs> and then I set aside one day to focus on the Hartley Gallery, which is means making our DIYs, recycling, upcycling, creating content for it and of course, posting is, you know, anything. So like, I'm not necessarily doing all those things on each of those days, but 
I wrote those down so I know what I could be doing on those days to get ahead because those things are important to me. That being said, <laughs> um, that's a good way for you to plan out. Like if you're multi-passionate like me, working from home, you don't really know how to structure it. I personally really, really like that. It's been working for me this week. So that being said, Thursday, I set it for social podcast day, right? And this is the third episode I've been recording today. And I like it so far because this will lead me to be more consistent with this podcast, getting episodes out to you. And yeah, so I was recording another episode <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. I've never talked about really what I do on here. Like as an artist, as a creative, I feel like I'm here and there, but mostly it's been about my life, about other people's lives, other people, uh, other artists, but a little bit of here and me in there, right? So I just dropped the new Flower Crown collection. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about how that came to be and what it means really. And you can always check it out, obviously on my Etsy, but let's get into it. So this, it started out as a fruit collection, right? It was going to be like the fruit flower crown collection. I was going to do all these fruits, but you know, life happened, things happened. And I was just like, you know, I like to take my time when I'm making crowns collections specifically. And I was like, the way things are going, my life is going right now. It'll be fucking three, four more months before I finish the rest of the collection. I already had three ready and um, it was the banana crown, the strawberry crown, and the lemon crown. And this is an idea I always had. And then one day if I went to the thrift and I found some lemons. I'm like, oh, perfect. Let's start this crown. And if you don't know, I started flower crowns after a thrifting trip. Um, I've always been a big thrifter. fucking love thrifting. It's my hobby. I get a thrill from it. I love taking like people's um old treasured things and turning them into something beautiful that being said every now and then i'll find things that i like to use for crowns so i found these lemons i'm like okay let's start the lemon crown start the lemon crown and then i already had strawberries from a strawberry crown i had created for katarina popova um, and i was like okay i want to do another version of this crown so it's called the cottage girl cottage girls strawberry crown so then I had those three, right? And um, I was like, I want to do a photo shoot for them. I've never, I know I could obviously take photos of them with my mannequins and take selfies, but I'm like, I really have been wanting to create a collection where other models take photos of with them because I want to be able to have diversity in my work. And what I mean by that is I want to show how different, how pe- different people, different people of interest, shapes, colors, backgrounds and what I mean by that it's like you don't necessarily have to be a freaking artist you don't necessarily have to be a model you don't necessarily have to be this or that to wear a flower crown um here are the different um types of people in their lives who wear flower crowns so for example um I sell a lot of crowns for maternity shoots I do flower crowns for I've done a bridal crown I've done a bridal shower crown I've done crowns for obviously for creatives who just for brand for like their branding photo shoots those are a lot of fun crowns really add that extra like elements you know a lot of people really love my photos on instagram i think that's another reason why i've been really successful on instagram is because the visuals you know it's something i mean instagram is a visual platform and it started off as just photos right and it still is the only really other platform you can just post photos besides facebook but primarily instagram you go to your profile and you have a grid of photos right so i feel like i've always loved that about my crowns that i've been able to present that in a visual way in a creative visual way so like if you're a creative if you're a business owner and you 
I feel like having a, bra- a photo shoot really helps um, with promoting yourself out there. And it doesn't necessarily have to be expensive. Um, I started with collaborating with people. And now I do pay for my photo shoots because I'm very specific about what I want. Sometimes I want to say so more of it. I want to feel comfortable with saying, hey, this is my vision. I would like to collaborate with you on this to make it come to life. It's it's not it's you can find someone within your budget and someone who you feel comfortable working with. But I would definitely give it a shot. You just never know what it, it would do for you. Right. OK, so back to the flower crown collection, though. So I had this plan. I was like, I really want to like be a um direct creative director behind this like usually I'm the one modeling it I was like but I really want to like have other people model it for me and me be there to direct it right so I contacted my favorite photographer Maddie from Mad Mads Makes Miracles on Instagram she's so cool like I started working with her oh I don't even remember when it's been like a year now I think I just followed she's a great model to love she's just incredible model incredible photographer such a sweet girl she i was following her and she was promoting her photography package one time so i was like this is a good price i want photos i'm gonna book her right loved her work so much so that we continued to i continued to hire her and so yeah i was like hey i have this idea for this collect this vision i want to bring to life can you help me with this she's like yeah for sure so at the time when I had three crowns and then I started working on the mermaid crown because Halloween is coming up and I was like, I always do a mermaid crown. One, I typically just do one mermaid crown a year. Oh, guys, this is, I'm talking fast now because I'm like, oh, I'm getting a little tired here. So I'm going to, I'm going to slow down a bit. It's okay. I don't need to rush. This is my podcast. So I started working on the mermaid crown and those are always good sellers. I always, like I said, I always sell one or two for Halloween. I always get questions for one. So I'm like, I'm going to make this one. I'm going to make the 2021 version. Guys, if I could show you a slideshow of my progression with mermaid crowns, it would really translate the phrase practice makes better because truly I used to believe that like the reason why I held back on my creative gifts for years and years is because I thought you had to be born gifted. I thought it was something that just came naturally to people, not a skill that you actually practice. And it's a skill that we all have as human beings. I believe we all have our different creative tendencies, like our own ways to express ourselves, right? Our own mediums. Yeah, when I first made my mermaid crown, it was so like heavy and kind of ugly. It was just not it, right? But I slowly, like every year, I just got better and I got better. I just kept playing and experimenting with materials. So if you go check out my Instagram or my Etsy shop, you'll see the 2021 version really proud of it it's really embodies the work i'm doing right now it's like pink so i guess i'll give you i'll walk you through the process maybe a little bit if there's a process to walk you through i don't know um but basically it just started off as a it's just a pink shell crown um i always start with the with the base the base is always the shells right if you were to see the crown which i will be posting reels of the creation of these crowns but it's always like very plain you're like oh it's nothing really special but it's really in the little details that it really starts to come together so like the little beads the jewels the placement of them that's really what makes it come together so anyways, I made a mermaid crown. And when I made the mermaid crown, I was like, oh, okay, wait a minute. I think this no longer is a fruit collection. I'm going to make this into a Halloween collection, like incorporate it into the season that's coming up. So then, which was perfect. I was like, oh, I'm going to run with this, right? I'm like, how can I, I've always wanted to make a Halloween collection where I give people ideas of how they can incorporate their, how they can use a crown for the Halloween costume. So that was basically the concept behind 
this photo shoot. And the last crown I made for this collection was the cannabis queen crown, ganja goddess crown. I've done a couple of um, weed crowns. I noticed I had some cannabis leaves still left over. I'm like, you know what? I really want to make an updated version of this, right? And it's actually the most complicated crown to make. I had a lot of trouble making it. It looks, it's actually the most simplest of the crowns, but it was the most um, headache of them all because it's this very simple crown, but it was still missing an element and it took me a while to get it together. And that's a lot of things that people don't see when you're making art is that you don't see all the trial and error you had to do just to get that final version. So for me, the cannabis crown started out, like I put a lot of flowers behind it. I tried, I spray painted flowers. I tried silver. I tried orange. I tried lavender. Oh my goodness. The version, I tried gold and I was like, you know what? What's the simplest way? What's the, like, what's the most basic thing I can do to this crown, right? So I have these, these, I don't even know what you would call them. They look like weeds or like um, sticks of, I don't know. <laughs> if you see the crown, you know what I'm talking about. But I, I took it apart and I, I stood them up. I'm like, oh my God, these look like little blunts. And I wasn't even thinking about that when I bought the, with the flowers. But if you see the cannabis crown on the back of it, there's like these little foliage sprouting from it. And it, to me, they look like little blunts, like. I don't know. That's just my opinion, but I loved it. I was like, that's just the final touch it needed. And so, yeah, so let's talk about the photo shoot and what my vision was for this collection and how I went from a fruit collection to a Halloween collection. So I'll start with the banana crown. I love the banana crown. I was really excited for it. Like I always, I had this vision, like I knew I wanted to have cow print incorporated into this crown. I didn't know how, but like I knew it was always there in the back of my head. So when I started creating the banana crown, I got to a point where I'm like, oh, it's missing something. And I actually burned myself really bad in the creation of it. Um, I posted it on my stories when it happened, but I got, I was um, gluing a piece of the banana on the crown and somehow it slipped on my leg. And when I went to wipe it off, it like went to the back of my thigh and it was just, ugh, it was awful. It was really, really awful. Like my leg is scarred now. <laughs> my thigh is scarred. It's not good though. So I guess it was meant to be <laughs> because I took a break from it. I wasn't happy with them. Like I didn't really like I felt like I needed something more like it wasn't just it. I was like I had envisioned something more from it. Right. And um, after I created some of the other crowns, I came back to it. I was like, wait a minute. What if I painted cow print on the banana? So I had an, another banana extra one. <laughs> so I, I was like, let me see if I can do this first. So I started painting the a cow print on it. And I fucking loved it. I'm like, ooh, I love this. So then I ended up painting the banana on the on the crown cow print. So I call it the banana cow print. And I just, I, I love it. I think it's cute. It's quirky, but fun. So I was like, you know, maybe this would be cool for like a cow costume. Like, you know, like get Doja, vi Doja cat vibes. I don't know if you've ever seen the the video for Bitch, I'm a Cow. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. Someone could probably take this, you know, get like a cute little cow ensemble like cow prints like a little cute cow skirt like a dress and like put that crown on there you go like bitch your cow <laughs> so that's the vision i had for that crown and it also has a pink halo on the back and i thought it was just like a cute little touch like the a still feminine and fun element to the crown so if you're listening to this episode and you still don't have a costume for halloween or maybe halloween has already passed by the time you listen to this episode and it's still on, let's say it's still on the site. Um, it could be a fun for photo shoot or like if you're really into makeup artists, I've made crowns for makeup artists to help them conceptualize their looks and bring it to life. So definitely like if you're into that, taking photos for the gram or just need, I don't know, just for fun or maybe you're going to a festival, whatever it may be, girl. 
and you're like, hmm, I can have fun with this. Go, go for it. The second crown. Oh, and also that's, it's funny because that crown is actually what inspired the whole photo shoot too, because I always had this vision of like this cute pastel goth girl wearing that crown. Like I just, that's what I envisioned for it. I wanted that look so bad. I'm like, I'm going to hire someone else to model this for me, take photos of it, to bring that vision to life. And as it turns out, I don't even know how. I actually ended up having to be the one to model it. And I was kind of upset at first because I'm like, I'm not a goth girl. I can't bring this vision to life. Like, this is not meant for me. This is what I didn't want. It was so funny because like, that was my internal dialogue anyways. Yeah, I was really apprehensive about it. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I got to do what I got to do. I got this. And yeah, like I looked at my wardrobe. I freaking had these badass black platform boots and a black dress and the belt. And that's what you see me wearing on the photographs. The the cow print nails, I, uh, Maddie got those. They're like press-ons or whatever. And like a little cute choker. So yeah, it really came to I loved it. I've always wanted to be like this really cool pastel goth girl. Like... <laughs> it's like the inner me like I feel like we all have I don't know about y'all like kind of like how I'm a multi-passionate artist I feel like I'm a multi-passionate clothing wearer <laughs> meaning like I like different styles and but one of the styles I've always wanted to embody was the goth version in me the goth in me and that's because when I was a little girl like I feel like um, why I'm so attracted to like the kawaii aesthetic the goth aesthetic it's because I feel like the people who are embody those aesthetics now, I feel like that could have been me if I if I hadn't to if I didn't have to grow up so quickly, if that makes sense. And I feel like the people who let's say the kawaii aesthetic specifically, because people who do who who are into that also have goth elements that they like to embody too. Like they also like to play with pastel goth. They have like this really fun childlike energy to them still. Like they like the plushies. They like to play video games. They like everything pink and cute. And they'll buy things like stationery and like um, stuff like that, right? They're into anime and and like pop culture, I guess. I don't know. Like there's like the whole personality traits to them, right? And I always just like thought like, wow, if I hadn't, because when I was younger, I used to really be into anime. Loved anime. Like I would watch um, Inuyasha. I think it's Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, like, I would watch Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball Z, really into all that. And then I had to grow up pretty quickly because my mother got sick. And I lost that innocence in me. And I really never really captured that again. I kind of, I would say I'm more of a serious person on that end. Like, I, I've been learning to, like, have a little bit more fun. But I'm just, like, not it. And I've come to terms with that. I'm like... I may not be that, but I can embody it every now and then, I guess, you know, pay homage, pay homage to my inner child. So anyways, I was like, fuck it. I'm like, I'm going to be fucking goth for this. I'm going to do it. Stop making excuses because every year I've been like, I want to embody, I want to be more goth because if you look at like my Pinterest boards, if you look at my Explorer feed on Instagram, you'll see like a lot of goth shit. Like I just, I love all of it, all the makeup, the, 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 clothes they wear and all that right and I always realized I already have all the elements I just need to do it so anyway so that's the funny story about behind that is that I didn't even originally have that planned for me but I think I rocked it I love it I love the energy I had fun with it got out of my comfort zone so that was cool and it turned out better than I, I would have imagined so the second crown let's see uh we talked about the banana crown the lemon crown that one I wanted to do something a little bit different it was of course when you think lemon crown I just didn't with these 
with the original fruit crowns, I didn't want it to be like overpoweringly like, oh, these are like a fruit basket crown or whatever. Like I just didn't want it to be like, oh, fruit. I wanted it to be just like elements of fruit, like kind of like, not vague, but kind of just hidden in plain sight kind of. Just little elements of it. So with the lemon crown, typically you would think like yellow and green. Somehow I ended up doing yellow, red, and blue. And I really like it because to me it's different, but I enjoyed it. I was like, I made it work because I think yellow is a really hard color to work with as it is. You don't see a lot of people wear yellow. And as far as the Halloween concept, concept with that, I was like, well, how can I fucking turn this into like idea for a Halloween costume? I was like, oh, well, there's Beyonce lemonade. I think that could be fun. So on the photo show, we got Stassi. That's the, the model who's doing the lemon crown. I fucking love her. Go follow her on Instagram too. Her IG is Stassi Stassi. I have her tagged on my IG photos or whatever. Such a great model. Like love the way she poses. I'm like, I got to have her pose like model some of my crowns and she fucking killed it i can't wait for you to see the rest of the photos such fucking awesome things yeah so like if you're thinking of like you want to embody embody your inner beyonce get you a yellow dress like a little pretty yellow ruffle dress like the lemonade video or like the i think this is in the song like the one that goes um so down i want you like i love you home you know that song it's like the last one on the album where she's like has the bats and she's you know fucking shattering windows anyway so we're like fuck it so she wears a uh, Stassi wore a yellow dress on the photo shoot and she has a lemon crown and that's pretty much that behind it like I thought it was a different take on the lemon crown let's move on to the strawberry crown so my second this is my second strawberry crown I do I definitely want to make more in the future because I feel like there's so many interpretations I can make of it this one, I love it because to me, it has like a vintage touch to it. And I always love when my crowns have that feel to it because I am a huge lover of vintage. Love, 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 love vintage. I think that's why I'm such a, I'm such a thrifter because I just, I feel like I'm obsessed with the Victorian area era, which I think is another reason why I love the goth aesthetic too, because they, they also wear like a lot of black too. And like, well, maybe because the photos are more black and white from back then. But still, like, I think goth or like Lolita, the Lolita style. That's kind of what I love too. And I love vintage. And um, so with this one, I the 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 flowers just kind of came together, the neutral tones. And you'll see on the right side of the crown, the little strawberries are just kind of hanging out. Like they're not the main focus. That's what I meant to say earlier. I didn't want the fruits to be the main focus. They're just there. Like, it's not like, boom, this is a fruit crown. This is a beautiful crown that happens to have lemons, that happens to have a banana, but it's not cheesy. It's fun, whimsical. You know what I mean? That's the vibe, like the the feeling I was trying to capture. So, of course, um, I call that one the co- the strawberry cottage core crown, cottage curl strawberry crown. And that's another, another aesthetic that I love when people, I love the cottage core aesthetic, like fairies and mushrooms and whatnot and so I really wanted to do that one for those people (laughs) if you wanted to do a Halloween costume I would do like a corset with a long dress maybe honestly you can find so many inspiration photos on Instagram or Pinterest oh and on the photos like the the model Kira she has a a picnic basket it's this cute little picnic basket I don't know if you notice if you all notice it if you go look at the pictures so much fun it's actually mine I got it from thrift for like a dollar and like at first I was like why did I buy this but I'm so glad I was able to use it for a photo shoot I was even thinking that could be a great crown for like a red riding hood costume like 
your own version of it. So at the end of the day, like you can really use these crowns to inspire you to make your own versions of whatever costume you want or like photo shoots you want. You know what I mean? So moving on to the mermaid crown that again was modeled by Kira. That one's a little bit more obvious one. You know, a lot of people like to be Halloween for or like to be mermaids for Halloween. So of course, um, and but that one I really wanted to be like more glam, like a more fun adult, like a cute, like I don't know, like you know, you put it like very like pastel and pink and glitter. And yeah, I'm happy that that was also captured in the photo shoot. And I don't know. So if you love mermaids and you've always wanted a mermaid crown, definitely go check it out. I don't know. It was a fun crown to make. I they're always a little bit time consuming too because a lot of details go into them and. I'm always trying to improve the mermaid crowns because they're a lot of bit, they're more tricky than you would think. And although there's a lot of like tutorials on YouTube on how you can make a mermaid crown, I don't know. I always like finding my own ways of doing things. And then moving on to the last crown, um, which I already touched on, um, the cannabis crown. Of course, I was just thinking like this crown would be perfect for like a girl who really is into like cannabis and like likes to smoke and hang out and like it's just like a fun and easy costume I was thinking like for someone who's just into that whole I don't know like I don't personally smoke to be honest not that I'm against it it's just never really been for me because it just makes me sleep but I know a lot of people who helps them medicinally and I just thought it was fun like you know do a fun Halloween photo shoot like at home where um you put on your your cannabis crown and you smoke a joint and you take some cute photos I was thinking like someone in a more like relaxed costume or maybe like a, a fun glittery dress to like silver dress. I don't know. This one was really hard to conceptualize for the photo shoot because I wasn't sure really. I just, I just knew I wanted to make this crown, but I didn't really have the costume in mind. But I was like, I really want just to have a silver dress, like kind of like goddess vibes. And Stassi really captured that. I'm so, I was so happy. Like, and I'm so excited to show those photos too because she fucking killed it. I was like, ah, so just fucking she looked fabulous the addition of the sunglasses was like perfect like the accessories ugh, perfecto so yeah that's a little um behind the scenes of how this um halloween collection came to be i would love your support on this um so even if you're like i'm eh, not really for me no worries girl it's all good but if you can do me a solid favor and share it on your stories share my latest post on the flower crown share your favorite flower crown and your stories and tag me at Jennifer V. Hartley. I would so appreciate it. And I'm so excited to share more of what I do with you on here. And honestly, I'm excited to share more of other artists on here. Um, like I mentioned, I can continue to mention there are changes coming to the podcast. Good changes, not drastic changes, but good changes where I really want to focus on a little bit more about the modern Frida, the creative side too, right? So anyways, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you enjoy this episode, um, leave me a review on iTunes. That really helps me out too. And yeah, I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Hey, Queen. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, do leave us a review on iTunes letting us know. And if you'd like to connect more with the women tuning in, follow us at The Modern Fridas on Instagram. And if you'd like to get to know me more, then come connect with me at Jennifer V. Hartley. See you there.